sound painful. I'm not going to lie to you. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Frying Pan Podcast. It's me, Daniel, and here's Bobby, and we are the Mighty Morphing Power Rangers. Why did you Why did you say my name as if it was like an automated insert? Like, you are reaching the number Hi. of Bobby. Hi, my name is... Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Daniel, and I'm here with my best bud, Bobby. And we're here to bring you the Frying Pan Podcast. We actually outsourced our intro this time. We did. Um... You shout out to me. Outsourcing it to, to Dan. Because that's what I do, baby. Because that's outs- outsourcing. I'm an outsourced genie. You are. <laughs> rub, rub the magic bottle three times and I'm like, poof, here's an intro. It, but it's like, you know, it's not like the best lamp you could rub and get a wish. Because like sometimes, sometimes you get wishes, but I don't. If you could re- choose like a random object to reside in, if you were a genie, what would that object be? Um... Like I would, I would pick something obscenely like, like, like random. I'd be like a Game Boy Color. I respect that. Like you, like you find just like, oh cool, Game Boy Color, and then like you turn it on, and then the screen's like, boo, bitch, it's me. <laughs> it's just me coming out dressed like a, just me, me but blue. To be quite honest with you, that's that's I like what that. I would like. Um, I would do a candle, and when you get to the bottom of the candle, I come out. But I'm not any genie. I'm a death genie, and I'm like. You can kill three people, and then if they get... Won't you do that if, like, I'm the death gene, you can kill three people, anyone in the world, and they're like, myself, and be like, oh, what's wrong? <laughs> let's, <laughs> talk, let's talk about it. It's like, okay, well, pulls up chair, crosses legs. So when did you start feeling like this? Yeah, I'm like, there's, like, some pretty bad people in the world. You sure you want to just kind of, like, waste that? Or, like, I don't... That bitch that cut me at Arby's. Yeah. <laughs> That, the bitch in the Honda Civic who drove past me. <laughs> that fucker who took so long at the light, so I got caught at it on the orange. That's actually devastating when it happens, I'll be honest. Like, I, I think I would use a wish on that person. I almost happened to me, actually. It was like, it was changing the orange as the, because the person was like, nah, nah, that person pulling on McDonald's can go in front of me. Yeah. I was like, okay, like, fine. The person ahead, ahead of that person goes the light switch to orange the person then guns it so they go through i'm like fuck it i'm going and it definitely switched to red as soon as i crossed the line but i was just some you just got tempted yeah, sometimes i was i was fucking gonna say fuck it i think the best people in terms of driving is when you are like you know you're just driving and there's a like they can turn left and they have ample time to do it but they're contemplating so much they're like oh should i do it that the when they do it you're like five feet away and they're like all right now's the time oh, and just go in front of you and it's like you had all day, dude. But it's fine. My 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 biggest pet peeve is when someone's turning off a. We're good. Is when someone's turning off a road is when they slow down to the point where they stop and then take the turn. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that. That gets me so hysterically aggressive. It's not even funny. Yeah. Like I'm telling you, like we're on like a 40 mile an hour road. If you're slowing down to below 10 to do a turn on like like that's l- more than 90 degrees, you're insane. Oh, I agree. Like you're you you should be stopped and go back to driving school because you almost caused me to rearrange you into next week. Well, that's like um, there's you know when you take, all right. So you're leaving my complex. You take a right and you go to that uh like the four way. Yeah. You know that big Y that's there. Yeah. How they introduce like a gas station there. That people take a right into that gas station at the speed of like nothing. It's... Like they are going like five miles an hour and they don't put on a blinker and it's like hey fucko. First off, why are we putting an entrance right there for people? 
it is fucking dangerous. Mm. For people like me, like... I was gonna say, for people like me that are just always on their phones and don't pay attention while driving. Yeah. But, like, for people like me that, like, sometimes get distracted while driving, mm. like, I wouldn't say I'm, like, like an ADD kind of thing, where I just kind of, like, oh, butterfly, but I'm, like, oh. You like, you like to tempt the fates? Now? I like to look around. I'll, I'll admit that. But, um, those people turning, it just fucks me, man. I hate it. Mm. I feel that. Okay, so... Do you, uh, this is, this is a topic I'm, I think we've actually talked about, but I talked about it with, uh, over the weekend at my job. I, I'm telling you, all people have not made a good case for them to, like, be able to retain their licenses, in my opinion. Dude, I entirely agree. Like, there should I, be a cutoff age. Well, that's the thing. I was discussing it with some of my friends at work and we kind of all agree if you if you go into a gas station and you need someone there to tell you how to use your credit or debit card at the pump or in general you for the love of god should not be driving dude seeing old people drive scares the shit out of me and i don't know okay like i've definitely like went on tangents about old people driving but and i think i've done this exact scenario before of why do old people like being in the left lane and then going, like, 20? Like, do they... I, I, I can never tell if it's just... The, it's like a, this is my last breath, yeehaw, I'm just gonna piss people off. Or if they're just like, I know I don't know. Mm. My fucking Alzheimer's kicking in. I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. No, you're 100% right. If you're in the left lane and you're not steadily pa- like moving at a pace that will equate to passing the people in the lane to the right of you, you should not be in that lane. Exactly. That's the same with on the highway when people are just, like, coasting in the middle lane. I'm like, I, I, can't, be there, buddy. I can't get to the left, so I'm going to pass you on the right. And I can't do that legally, but I'm going to do it. Ooh, I've been passing on the right so often lately. And this is just, like, speed limit 65. You're in the middle lane. You should be doing 70, at the least. IMO. I, I hate to agree with you because, like, you you think that wouldn't be the case. It's definitely the fucking case. You, you need to go fast no, okay, you don't, you don't have to go fast, you just have to be moving with the flow of traffic. I mean, apparently if you drive, like, a BMW, there's, when you sign your lease on your car, there's, like, under the dotted line, like, you need to be weaving in and out of traffic. I think it's, like, only BMWs and, like, Honda Civics and, like, souped-up Volkswagen Jettas. Don't forget the Subarus. Subarus, too, yep. Uh, if you got a WRX, you should probably just rear-end somebody, <laughs> just for the sake of, like... You have to hit and run, though. You can't, like, rear and be like, oh, my bad. You just gotta, like, basically try to kill them. So accordion their car and try and drive away from the accident. Like, you want to be able to be going so fast that you can rear end the person and slingshot them into the person in front so that they'll stop because they have an issue, but you're gone. Like, you're fine. Okay. You're right. You're right. This is just, you're... you know, from knowledge from me to you yeah no you you know thank you i was looking to buy to into buying my next uh souped up subaru so like you know yeah i never understood people like i get like some car people but the car people that put like a muffler that's grinding on the ground and sounds like shit into their like honda civic i never got that but you know the type of people that think loud or like I, i've never been one that's like oh your car's loud that's cool Exactly. Because I'm kind of like that, that pansy. It's like, yeah, my, but my eardrums are kind of hurting, so, like, would you mind? Well, it's like, that's just, just annoying. Like, if it's a motorcycle, cool. It, they do that. It is. But 
my dad had a Nova in the car that we dubbed the. I think it was called. I think it was actually called the Demon, like Jesus. the actual brand of it. And like, they were so loud. Anytime you turn them on in the driveway, the whole house would shake. And I'd be like, "What's the appeal to this beyond like the actual look of the car?" Because like, what everyone knows you're on the road and driving. I guess the whole point is to be noticed at that point. Yeah, but maybe... still, like, you shouldn't be rattling my fucking windows from twenty feet away. I feel that shit, but. My God. I don't know. People got their preferences, I guess. People do have their preferences. Um, I guess we can talk about topics, and I don't want to talk about Corona. You don't want to talk about I, Corona? I am so tired of seeing Good. You're gonna, he's not going to talk about Corona, but I will. You can. I will, so, I will sit it out, though. So, folks, here's some things. Wash your hands, of course. And we talked about it a lot last week, so I'm not going to rehash most of it. The things that I do want to say is that their cases are spreading... And colleges have potential to be shut down. And what I want to talk about is the potential for my college to be shut down. Because I've been getting emails from my school's board. And I guess there's some other uh, schools in our state like UNH uh, and like uh, Tunxis or Trinity maybe. But they're they're actually not going to be returning to to school after the spring, uh, spring break. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and my school right now, they're in a state where they're preparing, like, they're literally getting teachers to, like, hey, so, like, you might have to get ready to switch your class to online, like, randomly. So, like, there's actual big potential for me to not be able to go back to school because of the coronavirus right now. Yeah, I've, a lot of our friends have said that, actually, of, like, they're convinced school might close down. Because I guess a lot of teachers have um, just straight up dipped. Mm. Like, they're just kind of like, okay, I'm taking time off now, but yeah. no, like, I don't know, I guess reason besides the virus. Well, it's a, it's a scary thing, you know, like, I, I, I can see the logic behind it. And, like, I, I have teachers that are actually traveling over spring break. Like, I don't want to be in the classroom with them after that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Now, uh, now my school has put out a statement, like, if you travel outside the state, like, they, they're, I don't think they're, like, mandatory... They're basically saying, like, you need to self-quarantine yourself for 14 days before you come back onto the campus. Yeah. And, like, I fully agree with it. But I'm thinking, like, if my school actually got shut down and all my classes went online, like, I would just drop out for the semester. Really? I, it sucks to say, yeah. Like, they're, like, okay, for three of my classes, two of my classes, they're, they're lecture and discussion based. Like, I would not gain anything from that class if it was in an online environment and that's how i'm seeing it like like yeah i'm at a point where like we're pretty much halfway through the semester already but at the same time like it's really just a lot of stress just to learn how to take a class online i've never taken an online class i've opted out of every online class just because i don't like them i don't learn that way yeah i mean to be fair you only have i'd say two months left after break yeah. And to just kind of, like, throw away a semester for it just well, seems like a waste of time. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I'm the point I'm trying to make is I just don't want to get to that point. And if it does, I'll just be very sad because I won't drop out. But I'll definitely put so much less effort into into schoolwork. Yeah. Just, yeah. like, the drive goes away for me when I'm not in the classroom. That's yeah. just how I am. Yeah, some people work better in classrooms, some people don't. Yeah. I know I don't personally, so. And I and I do, just because it's the only time I hold myself accountable is when I'm in the classroom. That's fair. I can definitely understand that. Mm. 
but you know it's it's kind of stressful to be in this time you know because we you know i always i'm kind of i'm getting ticked off with the whole coronavirus thing because people like to be like yeah well you know what in this flu season we've lost more people to the flu than the coronavirus it's like yes it's the same thing every year but the flu is not rapidly spreading we don't quarantine ourselves for the flu we have potential for a lot more issues yeah so like i don't know that that's the only bit that i want to talk about because it there's actual potential for my life to be disrupted by it without actually contracting the uh coronavirus yeah it's definitely i mean like just me personally i'm just so sick of it's the only thing i see Mm. and like i obviously understand because it's a bit of a pandemic but it's also like I just want something positive for a change. Well, I mean, news is all about sensationalism, right? It's like people they'll report what gets clicks, what gets views, what gets read. And people are very scared of the coronavirus. So when you put out a bunch of news about the coronavirus, everyone's going to read it because they need to be in the know about this certain thing. Yeah, I agree. And then, like, you think about, like, so many things are just getting canceled and whatnot just because of the coronavirus. Yeah. So there's not a lot even going on outside of the coronavirus because of that. Hmm. Like, I know uh, some, like, study abroads have been canceled already. You know, uh, concerts have been canceled already. There's talk about Coachella being postponed because of it. I mean, um, all for all, like, soccer games in Italy, there's no fans in the stands anymore. Yeah, no, Italy's like under lockdown right now. Yeah. So, like, I understand why, like, the news is pretty dry in terms of things outside of coronavirus. Yeah. However... Maybe a couple. Do you have things outside of the coronavirus, Dan? I mean, I have one negative one, but I just viewed it as kind of like a poor timing of, um, I guess DeBaby was doing, I think he was at a club or he was doing a show and a woman, what he said is she hit him in the eye with a cell phone. So after he was done performing, he walked up to her and like slapped her across the face. Oh. Yeah. Which is like, probably shouldn't, but he also did it like a day before International Women's Day. So it was just kind of like a, hey man, that's probably, there's no good day to hit a woman, but that's probably like the second worst day you could have. It's it's also the hilarious, uh, that coincidence alone is just fucking hilarious to me. That doesn't look good at all. Well, to be honest, hitting someone doesn't look good, but I mean, okay. I would be still pissed if someone hit me in the fucking face with a cell phone. I would too, but I don't think I would slap a woman across the face over it. Well, okay, so he walks up to the who I imagine he thought he like who he allegedly thought hit him in the face with a cell phone, and she was like shining a light directly in his face. Mm-hmm. And like I'm not trying to defend this behavior, but it, like if I was already pissed, I was trying to walk over and be like, "So why'd you hit me in the face with a phone?" And someone's literally holding their phone flashlight six inches from my face. That's only gonna make me even angrier. So like. And I imagine there's the year to crowd it. Like, so I imagine there's a lot of scenarios that led up to, like, or factors that led up to that point. It's not right to hit a woman. It's not right to hit anybody. And there's I don't not going to be a but. I was going to say, I don't think you could say but here. There's, there's not going to be a but. <laughs> like, that's, that's just the case. It's just, I find it, like, the situation to be just fucked from the start. Yeah. I and mean, his apology was kind of interesting, though. Yeah, he did apologize. Um... I guess the woman that did get hit is, uh, 
she's she's ready for a lawsuit or ready to go to war with him i guess yeah and he he he's he's like but this was um that was before now he's like reached out with this apology and he's been trying to get in cut talk to in touch with her in private trying to settle it out i mean it is what it is i mean he shouldn't have done it right so yeah it's just a bit of a uh-oh yeah it's it's not a good thing. I mean, to be fair, he's had issues in the past. Didn't he, like, allegedly, like, beat up and rob somebody in, like, Florida or something at one point? Yeah, I think he did that recently, too. And didn't he have, like, another thing where, like, his bodyguard, like, slammed a woman or something something like that as well? It could have been him or it could have... To be honest, that could be any rapper, yeah. to be fair. True. You know, and... <laughs> I hate the way this article says it. The baby brutally assaulted a fan on Saturday. The baby borderline murdered a woman. Like he did at, he like he just cocked back and slapped. And I mean like it wasn't even I mean, it didn't look like it was that hard of a slap. No. So just the fact that like brutally assaulted, I was expecting to see a series of punches, not one like Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's TMZ. Very true. I just like I always I don't always, but, like, I like seeing some TMZ articles because it's definitely, like, they overstretch everything. Oh, yeah, they definitely... And brutally, viciously, almost murdered a woman is pretty much the headline. And, uh, he didn't. But he didn't do a good thing. And I can promise you that. Yeah, well, speaking of National Women's Day, though... Yeah. So, shout out to all the women in my life. Mom, I love you. You're my rock. All my aunts... Honestly, you guys are very influential on me, so thank you. You you guys are great. Thanks for birthing me. You guys are super cool. Super. I, I didn't, honestly, I didn't know it was National Women's Day. Or actually, no, I did because of the Snapchat filter. Because I sent so many pictures with the, like, this is a woman I admire, and it was just a picture of me. <laughs> Dude, I... Had too much fun with it. I had too much fun with it. That's fair. Do you have any women you admire, Dan, in your life? Well, of course, my 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 mommy. Shout out to Dan's mom. Shout out, mommy. Uh, you're pretty rad. My sisters, both are semi okay, decent human beings. Um, semi okay. Sh- shout out all the women in my family. Shout out my babysitter Doris. And um, just you know. Yeah. All the women out there all, doing the good stuff. All the women out there. Shout out, uh, let, let's see, is there any celebrities that you'd like to shout out? Judge Judy, you're a badass bitch, okay? Apparently Judge Judy's actually a piece of shit. So. I've heard. Really? I've heard she's just not a nice person outside of her job. I'm gonna be honest, but probably that's, the case. That, that's fine. That could just be someone's personal experience. Do you know that Judge Judy is technically the highest gross paid TV actor? I did know that, actually. Which is very interesting. Yeah. That's freaking insane. She's doing okay for herself. I mean, she's been doing her old judge thing for... Um, 25 seasons. Is it really? Yeah. Jesus it's, Christ. Which is over, actually. She's now moving on to something else, I think. Really? Yeah, but Judge Judy is over. Um, Who's the guy that does Jeopardy? Is it Alex Trebek? Alex Trebek, yeah. Yeah, he posted something um, not too long ago that he apparently is doing very well in his fight against, can- fight against cancer. Yep, he is past the one year the one year mark where I think his like likelihood of survival was like 7% or something yeah. like that. But it was very cool to see that. Oh yeah, it was a very heartfelt message, I agree. And um, I mean, unfortunately, with stage 4 pancreatic cancer, he's not cured and... 
the likelihood of another year surviving typically goes down to like three to four percent. However, apparently, from what he said in his statement, that him and his doctor both believe that they he has the great potential to survive another year, which is great. Yeah. He also donated like a hundred thousand dollars randomly to I think it was like a homeless charity, home helping homeless charity, but I don't really know if that's the one specific. Yeah. But that was pretty low key that he just dropped. Yeah. It was just uh. I don't know, I was thinking of, like, influential people that we grew up with kind of deal. Mm. But, um, for celebrity women, Ariana Grande, if you ever just want to, you know... That's that's an inspiration for you? Go for some coffee sometimes. I think she's done a lot. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Well, it's just, like, that's someone that I remember back in Victoria, so I was like, she's cool. And now she's, uh, doing big things. Alright, that's true. Okay, um, gosh. Oprah... Oprah. I mean, yeah, like, you can go down the list of inspirational women, like, Serena Williams. She's kicking ass. She did a tournament when she was pregnant. Did she? Yeah. That's Same insane. Ah, oh, fuck. There was a WNBA player that did it, too. I think it was Skylar Diggins. She played, like, all last season while she was, uh, like, pregnant. Oh, my gosh. Just nuts. Is that healthy? Um. To a degree, to I, a imagine. Degree. I imagine. I imagine, like, once you had a point, you probably I would assume continue. it's a lot healthier than, like, drinking and smoking with a child. Yeah arguably yeah but yeah um i don't know there's a lot of women that have been inspirational and influential over the years um jk rowling before she started um before she went off the crackpot dude they're starting to do that with star wars have you seen that no what happened like we're um after like it's all said and done they're like uh yeah palpatine was a clone that wasn't actually him in the movie are you serious yeah and then there was another one that was like um uh, Kylo Ren and Ray's kiss uh, wasn't passionate at all. Well, they were fucking like tongue deep. I don't know, but that's that's. Breaking. I hope Star Wars goes down that path where it's like Anakin was actually a woman the whole time. It's like, oh wow. <laughs> they were, see what they refer to as the Force was actually the great bonds that they had connected with each other. It wasn't actually a supernatural power. Maybe the Force was the friends we met along the way. The Wookiees were actually cannibals. Yeah, and... the Wookiees were actually just really hairy guys. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any more like modern Greta Thunberg. I think she's an inspiration. Should be an inspiration to young women everywhere. I want to show her to my niece and say like, no matter how young you are, no matter your gender, you if you say what you believe in with enough conviction, it'll get you places. I yeah. feel like she's a great inspiration to the younger her women. Her and um, I think it's Malala, the the Indian woman that she was, I think she got like shot in the head, survived, and then she became more of like a, like an activist for uh, equal rights. Not too sure. I think it's. Hold on, we're gonna look it up. We are going to look it up. Stall for me, Robert. Stall for me. Stall for. All right, I'm stalling for him. Um, yep, it's Malala. All right, it's Malala. Yep, <laughs> there you go. Yep. Um, I don't know. List goes on and on. But yeah, the list does go on. I mean, I can think about top of my head. Yeah, the top of my head isn't really yielding much. I'm just thinking of actresses that I like more than anything at this <laughs> part. I'm like, Sophie Turner, you're doing it. Okay. Scarlett Scarlett Johansson made it possible to be a white woman and play whoever you want to play. <laughs> Maisie Williams is doing really well for herself. She's turned her Game of Thrones fame into other aspects of like very. Uh, creative natures yeah. so i think she's doing well for herself i think that's inspirational she's she seems very entrepreneurial yeah so that's cool very respectable mm. like i said list goes on you shout know, out to all the bon appetit chefs 
Facts. You're an inspiration to me. <laughs> you keep me up at night, but in a good way. I, I can't remember. Gosh, is it not Carol? Uh, there's an older Italian woman that, mm-hmm. that, that that cooks a lot. Love her to pieces because she always cooks recipes that I, that, like, I can find myself being able to cook. So yeah. shout out to you. Shout out her. Sh- shout out. You know, I feel like I have a hard time finding more inspirational women than men, though. Which I don't know if that's bad or good. Well, okay, so... We're, we're thinking about it off the top of our heads, to be fair, right? Like, yeah. so like, there's there's activists like Susan B. Anthony. Yeah, like and, I mean, hold on, let me just like uh, there's Susan B. Anthony. Um, some uh, gosh, there's women in government that are very inspirational as well. Yeah, I mean, like if we want to go here, let's look at the hundred most um, influential women. I'm gonna hit you with something. Yeah, Britney Spears is definitely on that list. She will be. Um, Helen Keller's on the list. All right, I respect that. Virginia Woolf, all right, I respect that. Um, let me see, I'm trying to fucking remember names. Or if I know, oh, these are in the 1930s, so. Yeah. Oh, wait. it's past, and the 100, fuck, all right, hold on, we're scrolling all the way down to the 2000s, what do we got? That's too far. That's also too far. I'm too far. He's too far. All right, for this year we got Greta Thunberg. Who are the silence breakers? I have no clue. I don't know them. Serena Williams is Sharon there. Sandberg, um, chief operating officer of Facebook, founder of Learning Foundation. Michelle, Michelle Obama. Obama. No. All right. All right. All right. All right. So we're, we might we we know you're out there, women that are oh, is inspirational. Dude, they got Hillary Clinton, the Kardashians, and Meghan Markle on this list. All right. So I don't. So, okay. Here's another There's thing, though. When you think about like inspirational people. Britney Spears on the list. It's really hard to determine, like, in our heads to, to determine, like, what constitutes inspirational, right? Because, like, in reality, we could just say every female celebrity because I'm sure every female celebrity is inspirational to some, to some, yeah. to someone to a certain degree. Anyone in, like, some form of, like, power whatsoever. Like, I, like, I admire, like, uh, Camila Cabello for, like, her, her, just her singing ability and talent. Yeah. Like, uh, s- same could be said for, um... Gosh, insert and most other female artists like Halsey. I fucking love Halsey. I think she, I think she's fantastic. Love her voice. Her voice is an inspiration yeah. to me. Like it, 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 it can really be construed into many different forms. Did you know Beyonce was a twenty-two time uh, Grammy Award winner? No, I, I mean she, rightfully so. I yeah, mean, like, she's I, the queen bee. I just didn't know she won that many. There was a cute video actually of um, uh, Jay Z and Blue Ivy were at like a Lakers game, and. LeBron and Jay-Z are friends, and, like, she wanted to get a signed basketball from LeBron, but mm. she didn't want to, like, she couldn't talk to him, so, so she tried to make uh, Jay-Z talk to him, but he's like, no, you gotta say, she's like, can I, can I get a, can I get a signed basketball from you? Oh my god, that's so cute. Yeah. You, do you see the way Blue Ivy and Beyonce are both eating chips just the same way? Yeah. See, I thought it was cute until the article was like, look at them, freaking, uh, <laughs> look at them, um, like, they basically were like, yep, that's definitely Beyonce's kid. And I was like, wait, so, like, <laughs> what would constitute not being Beyonce's kid? Just eating it with her face? Or, like, like what's up? They don't eat chips the same. They're they not related. Yeah, right. Like, wait, <laughs> you're telling me because my dad eats chips from the middle that, that I'm, that he's not my dad because I chip, eat him from the corner? Eating chips from the middle. I imagine you just, like, cut the bag in two. <laughs> you just, like pick from it oh my okay can i take a pr- brief recess from our discussion to talk about something that pissed me off to a high degree yes 
So I was hanging out with some friends and someone was trying to open a bag of chips and they were having a lot of trouble. And me being me, I was like, oh, do you need my help with that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and they're like, no. I'm like, well, you kind of seem like you're an animal trying to open that thing. And he looks at me dead in the eyes, grabs it and just splits it down the middle. The whole bag of chips. Why? To make a point, because I was, like, making fun of him trying to open it. Like, he split it, so it was just unsealable at that point. That gives me anxiety. I was so fucking frustrated with the whole thing. Like, because it was the ultimate, like, slap to the face to me, because he knew for certain that that would get my goat. Yeah. And all I could do was just sit there in silence to not give him the satisfaction. Mm -hmm. Mm. Fuck that. Definitely wasn't plotting his murder or anything after that. You ever see... I, there was it was probably like a BuzzFeed video, but it was like a unique way to open chips, and it's like open it from the top, but fold it at the bottom so that your chips will stand up right. And it's like, you know, it's actually kind of neat though. But it's just like I, but who it, wants it, to? it's only, it'd only be good at like parties. But mm. at the same time, like most people just get a big bowl and like dump chips in there. But I maybe I'm picky. I don't know. You could be. I probably am. You could be. You very much could be picky, Dan. I am. Are you picky, Dan? Uh, would you consider yourself picky, Dan? No, I would not consider myself picky. All right, good. But in terms of that, yes. Fair. There is a right way to open chips. There is. If you think otherwise, well, you're sorry, wrong. heathen. We don't talk to you. I don't yeah. know who you are. Um, speaking of Grammys, though, circling back from Beyonce, though, uh, another kind of semi-inspirational woman is Billie Eilish, and. I don't know why I said semi-inspiration. She definitely is. She did. Yeah. She's doing she's pretty doing, well with her fame. She had a. She had a very weird. Okay, I'm glad. Stint like, on stage. I'm glad we're like on the same page because like I didn't know how to feel about this. So okay, so Billie Eilish. This article literally just goes. Billie Eilish takes off her shirt to protest body shaming. So really, what it was is um, she took a break mid song. I think it was mid song or something and she like kind of like peeled off her clothes uh peeled off her shirt then her tank top and was just kind of in her like i think it was just a black bra and the point that she was trying to make is like it was, it was about body shaming she and she made like a she had some pretty good quotes um from the whole thing i'm looking for the uh the specific quotes it's if i wear what is comfortable i'm not a woman if i shed the layers i'm a slut Though you've never seen my body, you still judge it and judge me for it. Why? And honestly, like, I like the message. But I just want to protect Billy. And I'm like, honey, you're, you're, uh, actually, I kind of forgot she turned 18 as well. So I was like, wait a minute, you can't do that. You're still a kid. You're still just, well, I mean, she still is kind of just a kid, to be fair. To be fair, she's a kid that's doing a lot better than us. Hey, that's subjective. Hmm. Yeah. No, that, honestly, that probably treads into objective at this point, yeah. But it was a very weird, um, it's a very weird article to read, I guess, or it was a weird headline to read more than anything, because it wasn't, I didn't really know what the point was until I kept reading. Yeah. And I liked the, the, the crowd was great, actually. One fan was in the crowd was like, what the, f-? you know, F, no, like, no fucking way. They were, like, yelling in the crowd. And, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely unique, because she's definitely been a person that's, like... She wears, she wore the layers, like, baggy layers a lot, because... Well, one, I think she thought it was more comfortable, but also because, like... She didn't want people to be able to judge her body. Mm. Which is very fair. Especially 
when she was like 16, 17, because it's like, hey guys, that's a child, and sexually objectifying a child, probably not your best move. Oh, no, not at all. That's, you know, that's true. Like, she has to deal with a lot, because she's a celebrity. Yeah. But, you know, she 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 did this as a way of saying, like, it, it like we shouldn't be body shaming people, we shouldn't be judging people based off of what they wear, She's just trying to be more body positive, and I think that's an inspirational message from a woman. So, Billie Eilish, inspirational woman. She makes the list. I would agree. Yeah. No, I think, like, body shaming is definitely, like, a big issue for people. Well, There's definitely, like, a set way people ideally want to look, and a lot of that comes from, uh, I guess, like, famous people. Well, I'm going to blame our shit. celebrity co- culture more than anything. Yeah. We, we tend to, like... We make someone famous, and then we idealize them to that point, and that person then has to uphold that standard, otherwise they get called out for it by the plethora of people that will notice the change. Yeah, like, especially in women, it's like, if a woman gains, like, a little bit of body fat, it's like, really letting yourself go, aren't you? Well, it kind of sucks. Like, I I feel like women kind of have a harder time for that than guys, because... Like, women get it from both sides. Like, they, they, like, celebrity women. Like, they have men objectifying them for their looks, but they also have women doing the very same thing because women can be, like, they, they can be judgmental on that different level. Yeah. If that makes sense. I would agree. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of who there, I can't remember her name. If, if I remember, I'll text it to you, but it was a very, interesting look on how women view other women in like la and like the celebrity like the in the famous women view other famous women yeah it's very interesting right. turns out they're they don't they don't it's not all roses it's not all roses damn yeah well i mean definitely to maintain like when people get into the air quotes peak shape it's a lot of work yeah, and that peak shape is usually unhealthy to a degree so it's just a lot of commitment yeah yeah, you know, so body positive. I honestly, I didn't watch the video of Billie Eilish stripping just because I didn't really feel the need to. I like skimmed through it and I was just kind of like, this is very weird. I, I'm i glad I didn't because that's the feeling I got. Because imagine being in that crowd though and like she just starts peeling off her clothes and you're just like, uh. Because like she's known for wearing these hysterically baggy clothes. Yeah. So I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? I just, came, I just wanted to hear Bad Guy. I love it, though, because every article Billie Eilish is in, it's just, like, Bad Guy singer, Billie Eilish. Oh. Like, it, it's nothing else. She has not done anything else. <laughs> I mean, that's that's probably, like, her only, like, radio-worthy like radio song, right? Like, that's the oh, yeah. song that, like, everyone knows. Yeah, I've recent, yeah. But I remember, like, Ocean Eyes was the first like pop off song she had. Yeah, like but our our generation knew that, but like I'm saying like like I'm my mom knows what bad guy is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you about that. Actually my mom was like you li-, she goes, You listen to Billie Eilish? I'm like, Yeah, I like Billie Eilish Ma and she's like, I really like that bad guy song and like that made me like it kinda almost <laughs> it triggered my like cringe a little bit. It was just like uh And she mm. starts singing, you're like, No, you don't have to. It's, it's fine. Like, mom, I don't I don't know why, but the thought of you vibing the bad guy really, really is a turn off to the song for me. <laughs> yeah, honestly, kind of, but definitely could be worse things she's listening to. True. She b- busts through the door and she's like, you know, BTS, Yo, if my, I really love them. Hear me out. If my mom pulled up and I heard the new Lil Wayne album bumping from her car, I would lose my shit. <laughs> Dude, what if like you pull up to the house and she's 
learning the choreography for like a k-pop group um well if there was ever a time to move and never enact as if i was an orphan it'd be then that's fair and i mean that wholeheartedly like if gosh gosh <laughs> could you imagine the because because this whole like liking k-pop thing is relatively new right mm-hmm. there's gonna be moms that are k-pop stands in like 10 years there's no way that like like people who are like hardcore k-pop stands now there's no way they grow up start a family and they're still like that what if there is though like there's no way um <laughs> you go there's this there's this there's a woman she's like late 20s in like 10 years you go to the bar you meet her you go back to her place you're gonna hook up you go to her room she has bts posters everywhere oh okay i would i would i'd be concerned moderately because like i'd be like they uh they yeah you you like uh you like k-pop and she's like is her response like no i only like bts or is it like yeah i like k-pop or what is (laughs) Or, like, you asked for, like, her social media, and, like, the Bible's like, number one K-pop stand. She's one of those people oh, where it's, like, my God. Um, she just responds to, like, everything with, like, uh, Stan Luna, and then, like, a video of a K-pop star dancing. I, I, I personally I, don't find that attractive. I live for that shit on Twitter. I think it's so funny. Well, fangirling for me is a little weird on social media, just because, like, I, 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 I just think it's weird. I, yeah, I, I've just because I guess I've never had that celebrity that I felt the need to like be like, oh my god, I love them on social media. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely been celebrities besides Halsey. Like, yeah, like we must protect them and shit like that. But I'm not like changing my bio, my name to like dance dance Halsey or whatever. Yeah, I'm not getting a Halsey tattoo on my chest. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. Halsey, I'll get one for you. I love you. Very creepy, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. I I, I should have went full ASMR and just been like, I, I love you. <laughs> I we're, I, I'll be honest. I think we're okay. But thank you. No. I, no. Like if you want, like he just, wants me to say it to him, to him, and only him, and no, that's okay. Well, no, just write her a letter. Do people still write letters? <laughs> I don't. Or do you think writing a letter is equivalent to just like, adding her on Twitter and being like, hey, love your music. I think both could be interchangeable. Yeah. One shows more thought than the other. Yeah. One, both probably have the same chances of actually getting seen. That's very true. So, I don't know. Send her a letter and... A locket of your hair. Yeah, I was going to say, like, maybe write it in blood. Like, how could I make oh them sending God. a letter creepy or something like that? I don't think that would work in this uh, current climate. Mm. You know what I figured out, actually? Primitive paper was, at, like, parchment. I always thought it was just thick paper. That was actually animal hide. Yeah. I figured that out recently because I held like a real parchment book and I was like, like I was feeling it and textually it kind of, it doesn't really feel like paper, but like when I made the connection that it was actually animal skin, like it felt, it was, it was odd to think that yeah. like that was the, 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 the ink house of choice for a, uh, for, for, for a fatty. Well, to be fair, you gotta, you, you make do with what you got. True. I don't know. That was a random, random fact that I I've heard recently. It's all good. It is all good. I respect it nonetheless. A lot of things are all good, Dan. Um, one thing that's all good is uh, blue whales. See, now I'm taking your environmental corner, but blue whales have been spotted in Antarctica for the first time in the 1980s, which is good because they're migrating. So the but, first time, like, are you, like they're returning there, or like, or is that like a breeding ground or something? They're returning there. Oh, that's neat. But it's also. 
it leads to something else that like whalers and whaling has become less it's like illegal but it's mm. also becoming less of an issue so that's also good for our environment because whales they harness a lot of co2 so when more whales are alive like the less co2 gets released in the air so, oh that makes yeah. sense because they're kind of just like big giant balls of co2 they're more than that they're they're whales but um i mean it's a it's a big fish I, like, oh, okay it's a big mammal but I, it's in that's the, the ocean thing, like, i don't know what whales do you know what i mean like they're kind of there like they eat small things they're not like like could you imagine if whales were like sharks That'd be terrifying. That is like going after ships and shit. Well, some do, but okay, yeah, fair. But I, I couldn't really tell you what a lot of sea creatures do. Yeah, and like, really, like wild animals to us really aren't that wild in a way. Like birds, we consider wild animals, squirrels, but like we don't really see like bears on the regular. We don't really see. So, like, I'm wondering, like, I don't even know, like, what's the frequency that you see whales in the ocean? Like, I don't know, I don't know anything about that stuff. I feel you. You ever been whale watching? No, because I don't like boats. I don't either, but I went with my family one time. Awful experience because I am very, I get very seasick on boats in the ocean. But there was some close whales and it was very cool for that degree. Hell yeah. But I threw up a lot and I didn't like that. Yeah. But. Whales. This this is cool. They're migrating back and... Like I said, like the less whales that die, the better the climate is. Like I guess um, CO two is down like like two percent from last year or something, which like doesn't seem like a lot, but like any bit kind of helps. Oh yeah, that of course. Sense. You know, it's actually interesting when you're talking about greenhouse gas emissions because like CO two is not even the bad one. Like methane is actually like twenty three times worse for the for the for 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 our air quality than uh, than CO or CO two is. And it's it's crazy when you think about like because we like we're talking about like it's good that whales aren't dying because they release CO two into the air when they do like cows they path passively just release methane into the air like one cow is probably the equivalent of like at least like twelve hundred pounds of methane going into the air is that like when they die or just them being alive just from them being alive to like to death like Damn. that whole process like like it's so Let's just get rid of cows. Well, actually, I'm writing a paper right now on the meat industry, and it's kind of, I'm not really making the case for vegetarianism, but we need to stop having so many cows. Yeah, <laughs> like we need to not have like. It, I've been working on the math for how much methane our uh, our our cow production in our country mm-hmm. is responsible for. It's it's a lot. Oh, to put it this way for you. Livestock, indirectly or directly, is responsible for about one third of the for the world's U uh, the world's greenhouse gas emissions. Really? Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, in the U.S., vehicles are responsible for one third, and quite literally, they need to emit greenhouse gases to even be used. Yeah, this cows? is the process of like of getting food on our table. That- yeah, cows are just kind of. There. I mean, it's not even the cow's fault. I don't. Want, I don't want to go into the subject of the paper because Dude, it's fuck, it's fuck cows, man. It's fucked. No, don't just fuck. ruining the world. No, it's not no, the don't cow's fuck cows. fault. It's don't not... fuck cows. All right, all right. Positive news. We're gonna go forward with it. So there, I don't want to call it a medical breakthrough like the article does, but in Israel, a lung was removed from a body of a cancer patient, cleaned and returned. 
Really? Yeah. So oh, that's kind of nuts. So this is actually one of the hardest medical procedures that you could do is removing a lung and putting a and and putting a new one back. However, they took this cancer patient's old lung, flushed it out, cleaned it, and was able to put the old one back, and it's functioning normally. And it's functioning fine. And this was in Israel. And the the article kind of sets it up to be like this huge medical breakthrough, but it doesn't seem like there was actually a new development that like led this to be possible. It was more it's more or less like that. Like what's crazy about this is that they did it and it worked. Yeah, like it's been something that's theoretically could have been possible and has been. Like people have had lungs removed. It's just not always been successful. So like what they've done here is really a feat that is is very noteworthy. Yeah, I mean, I'm no surgeon, but I would imagine, especially just, like, how the body's designed, like, taking out a lung and putting it back mm. seems, like, near to impossible. Even, like, just any organ, to be fair. Yeah. Like, cleaning and putting oh, it back. of course. And, I mean, well, to be fair, like, why this is, like, now kind of alluring, like, the whole, like, cleaning the organs, it's because, like, you don't need to get out, like, this person doesn't need a lung transplant anymore. They mm. were able to take the lung that was theoretically you know, dead, like, he would have got, he was waiting for a lung transplant, like, so they were able to take that lung, and instead, clean it, and put it back, and now there's another lung that's free to go to someone else. Free to, I almost said free to roam around the cabin. Yes, they stretch their legs and chill. As lungs do. Yeah, as Sorry. lungs do. But, this still, that's fucking dope. <laughs> that's not the word to you yeah. describe it. Dude, the way that they fucking took out the lung clean that shit and put it back i go as far to say it's kind of rad you know what i mean it it actually really is it, it's very interesting now it's hard to say like how feasible the surgery or process is because i guess the surgery itself was a very long process and i'm not they didn't really talk about the risk factor for the patient at all but i don't know it's it's kind of a reassuring possibility that because our medical technology has advanced far enough to the point where we can keep people alive on the table without their function, their organs functioning fully, like maybe this something like this can go beyond the lungs. I'm not really sure if it's specific to the lungs, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, you can do open heart surgery, new brain surgery, like the possibilities are kind of mm. endless. But I mean, they cleanse the lung of cancer. Yeah, and that's crazy in itself. It's uh, just... I don't know. The whole, in terms of, like, surgery, like, shit you can do is so baffling to me, and I'll never, like, truly understand it. That's why I have a friend going for it, so. Oh, yeah. So hopefully he can teach me to be a surgeon so I won't have to do 11 years. Yeah, that's how it works. It's like an apprenticeship program. Could you imagine? That's how it used to work, to be quite fair. Yeah, but times have changed, and people do prefer someone with a bit more, um... I guess education on it. Yeah, they they want you to have degrees, <laughs> a, do, a doctorate. To could be you, fair, could you imagine you show up for your surgery and you're like, uh, "Hey, my name is uh, Doctor Dan, and uh, today um, my assistant here. It's actually an apprenticeship. Uh, he's been studying with me for a few months. Uh, Robert here. He's gonna try and uh, perform the open heart surgery. And he's like, uh, what, "What medical school did you go to, Robert?" And it's like, "Oh, I, I didn't go to medical school. I'm I'm a, <laughs> I'm actually an English major, but no, I've been looking to get into get looking into getting into surgery. Yeah, I didn't even go to college. I just uh." The hospital posted something on Indeed, and I was like, yeah, sure. God, that gives me anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> what? 
And then you go, but like, he does it like a flawless open heart surgery, and you're like, how did you do that with a little no experience? I play a lot of, uh... I played a lot of Operation as yeah. a kid, uh, it's really led me up to this point right now, um... Oh, well, there was a, a DS game that was, like, very graphic with surgery, I remember. Yeah? I'd have to find it. I think it was, like, a Japanese game, because it was in Japanese. But it was, like, you must make an incision here, and you take your Silas and, like, drag it across. I'd have to find the name of the game, but... Jeez. I'd be, like... Yeah, I played a lot of that as on the DS as a kid. Or, like, you're warming up to go into your surgery, and you're just, like, sitting in the waiting room, just, like... Okay. I know I know more than you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just... Like, you can pick a level, and it's like, no, today's an open-heart surgery kind of day. I guess I'll go for a level five. God, I need to practice. Oh, Jesus. That's like, um... You're sick, you can't go... Like, uh, you're in the army, or... Or, no, you're in the Marines, and you have to do... You're in, like, one of, like, the Green Berets kind of thing where you gotta do, like, raids and shit. Mm. And you're like, oh, I'm kind of sick, but I still want to practice. And you, like, fire up Call of Duty or some shit. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, you, I went to high school with a kid that uh, really genuinely thought all, him playing Call of Duty was, uh, was preparation for the military. I went to middle school with a kid, and he, I remember asking hey, why do you want to join the military? And he's like, I just want to kill people. And me as a kid, I didn't think much of it, but now looking back, it's very alarming. I wonder how he's doing now. I don't know. I wonder how he's doing. I would imagine we'll probably... Hopefully not in the military, to that be is quite very honest true. with you. But if he is in the military, I imagine we'll have, like, a war movie made after him. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus. That's horrible. It's reality. That is reality, though. Oh my god, that because there's there's fucking people out there that they're like, oh, it's join the Marines. It's like I just want to kill. I just want to shoot. I want to shoot people. I want to see life leave their eyes. And it's like, okay, Shane, that's really cool. <laughs> oh, why'd you have to say Shane? That's hilarious. Because I think I knew a Shane that did go to the Marines. Um, yeah, I'm not tossing him. That's actually no. That's hilarious because Shane is like a perfect name for something that's like that too. Like buzz cut. Like always has a buzz cut just to prep. Like, even when he was in middle school. Oh, God. Those kids. Always, like, overly aggressive. Like, when you see him, you go for the fist bump, he, like, Ooh. really smacks it. I was one of those kids. I hated those people. I was one I'm of okay those. with the high five. I get people go hard on a high five. I go but for pain on the high five. On the knuckles, it's like, why? Because I like to watch people squirm. But it was also, like, um, when people would, like, you'd go for a high five, and they'd, like, grab your hand, and they'd, like, move your knuckles. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Those people were terrible people. Just, like, they put it there, bud, and then they roll your knuckles That's across each other. That's what it was, yeah. I was yeah. like, you should drop dead. But not in a way that I want you to die, but in a way is like, I just don't want you here right yeah, now. Yeah, just a way that equals death. Yeah. But, like, not, like, dying, dying. But not, but not death dying, but, yeah, like, dead like, dying. Like the... What's the fucking... Limbo. Like a limbo death. Like a... Like, you know, I feel like arguably that's worse. Limbo? Yeah. Um, I guess it depends what's going on over there. I remember when I was a little Catholic boy, they were like, yeah, nothing fucking happens in limbo. All you see is black and your mistakes, and you have to learn from them to go to heaven. And the other kid was like, how, how long is that going to take? And they're like, years. Depends how bad of a kid you were. And I'm like, who's learning from this? Who's growing? Not... Not many. Christianity, as a kid, looking back, the morals they taught us were terrifying. <laughs> like, you know, genuinely you, concerning. You know, 
<laughs> I'm not here to like shame religions or anything. You're but, not like, wrong. I'm, though. I'm a confirmed young man. I don't. Christ, is... Christianity's fucking terrifying. I mean, for religion in general, though, the whole consequence thing has always been like a like a it's a fear factor thing. It's like if you do this, you're going to hell. Yeah. What's hell? Hot. What's in hell? Fire. What's there? Demons, like you don't want to be there, but buddy. It, so like, don't have sugar like, after nine p.m. Exactly, but it's hilarious because you talk to like a Satanist, and it's like, what happens when you die? I mean, I mean, like if you go to hell, it's really, it's kind of nice. <sighs> it's like summer all year round. You get to meet new people. Yeah, not and a lot like, of water though. Yeah, they're like, not a lot of water. That's fine. You get past it. But like, Satanists are more like make more. I don't want to say make more sense because speaking Latin and summoning demons, you know, isn't my ideal cup of tea. It could be interesting. Like, I wonder it, if they believe in hell the same way, though, because like I imagine they in the, their heads they're construing it so like they're like, all right, so if I if I worship the devil to this degree, then when I do make my way into hell, I will have a better state than someone that just happened to go down there because they're a bad person. Like, is that their methodology behind it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't even want to debate the, 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 the possible ramifications of being a Satanist. What do Satanists believe? Let's see. Um, Stone Monument and Scripture of the Ten Commandments. Oh my goodness, sorry. Um, yeah, no, you're good. Court ruled that Ten Commandments. This is a long article. I'm not going to be able to fucking do dick with this knowledge. I mean. It's okay, Dan. Maybe I. I'm going to look into Satanism just out of pure curiosity. Like I, God, I, if you if you come to me and you're like, so I, I got a new belief that I've been uh yeah. been really toying around with. Would you? I wonder if you want to help me along this journey. No, yeah, like Just fucking trying to sell me on Satanism. <laughs> All right, Bobby, I got a great idea. Pull up your shirt real quick. I'm gonna draw a pentagram. It's gonna be really cool. Just like just just wait and see. And it's like, oh, he's gonna draw like a marker or something. And I'm like, I mean, a knife is preferred, but like I could use a red marker. Like it's fine. I don't know how Satanists work, but I, you know, I don't want to be disrespectful to Satanists. Well, my idea of Satanism is just blooding goats and like pentagrams and being edgy for the sake of being edgy. But it's weird because like I've heard like normal human beings be like, "Yeah, I like Satanism," and they're like, "What do you like about it?" It's like, "Oh, I just the culture is nice. Like the community is nice." Yeah, they're, I think I watched like a Vice documentary on it, but like Vice documentaries. I'd, be, I'd take with a grain of salt. I'd be very interested in that, to be quite honest with you. I'll do my research, and I'll get back to you tonight. All right. Solid. Solid. Do you have any um, other topics you want to talk about, Dan? Well, speaking of Satanists, um, just kidding. <laughs> I was like, oh, do we? Um, you remember Reggie Fizeme? Uh The like, Nintendo America character. Yeah, yes. Now he is with GameStop, which I think is interesting. As like a board, like... Yeah, a board of directors or whatever. Oh, okay. So he's a part of that now. That's interesting. Yeah, I feel... Kind of like a downgrade, right? I don't know. Like, I mean, if the pay is there, I wouldn't say downgrade. Maybe he was, maybe he was bored and is lonesome. Yeah, I mean... It was funny, because, like, the first I saw this, like, I saw it trending on Twitter, but uh, I saw, like, a fake tweet, or, like, a fake article where it was, like, um, uh, Reggie joins GameStop, and then, like... It had, like, a quote from Reggie underneath, and it was like, Bowser, I'm coming for you, fuck ass. And that's how it was worded, and I was like, oh, I hope Yo. that's real. But, um... I mean, hopefully Reggie will do some good for GameStop, right? To be honest, I have heard GameStop is such a shit place to work at. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard, heard nothing but bad things yeah. from there. And, like, I don't doubt it. I would hate to work at GameStop, too, just on the sole purpose of, like, having to tell someone that they're ps5 that's not even out yet that they're trying to return to me is worth like two dollars 
Yeah, you know, the, I'm... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, I, w- I couldn't imagine the conversation I'd get into to tell someone who's expecting to get, like, a grand back, and I'd tell them they're only getting 100, and they're like, what do you mean I'm only getting 100? <laughs> like, I don't... I don't know how I could have that conversation. True. I don't know. It would be kind of nice because you're, like, surrounded by video games and stuff. But I imagine that novelty wears off after a yeah. while. So, I mean, it's not like you're playing it. You're just kind of... They're True. there. True. I mean, I imagine you'd get, like, first dibs on shit, which would be cool. Yeah, but, but like, then... I, who, I don't buy shit at GameStop anymore exactly. at this point. No one does. That's the, Okay, that's another thing. I mean, why the hell is Reggie going to, like, a dying company? I mean, maybe he... It could just be, like, a passion project of, like, he's trying to maybe make GameStop more acceptable or accessible to, like, online people. Or maybe he's trying to make... It'd be cool if he tried to make it, like, a Steam thing where it was, like, its own online platform where he could get shit, but... Oh, God, I hope... <laughs> I hope not just... I can't handle any more. Yeah. I'm good with Steam and I'm good with BattleNet. Please don't make me download more. I understand entirely. But, I don't know, I thought it was interesting, too, that he was hopping on board this train, but... Maybe he's got something in mind. Maybe. I, well, I, I look forward to follow Reggie. Yeah, I, I definitely do think it is. he got paid a fuck ton of money just for the novelty of his name. Because everybody loves Reggie. Everybody loves Reggie. Most definitely. I love Reggie. Most definitely. Um, This is it related to video games, but, you know, it's kind of just me telling you. But, um, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn, that game is on the PS4. It's coming to Steam. It's coming to Steam now. Yeah. I saw that. And you know, good. Job, Sony! No, there's only one game that's missing. Two. Three. Three. Which ones can you name? Bloodborne, Blood- Spider-Man, God of War. Yep, I think it's what everyone's feeling. If those but- can go to uh if those can go to PC, I'd be a very happy person. Bloodborne is top of the list. Uh, uh that game with not sixty frames locked and like you turn motion blur off. Fair. Pro- probably a dream come true. Fair. But I just really want to play the new God of War. I do too. I mean, like I have, actually, I have a PlayStation. That's the thing is, like, I do too, but I don't. I literally kind of just use my PS4 to like watch YouTube in the living room, or like if I want to watch Netflix, or, or something. if you yeah, if you want to play Bloodborne, yeah, or if uh, I have boys over, I have Monopoly, and we could play Monopoly that, on it. Why haven't we done that? No, <laughs> Jesus. No, you're right though. Like I, I always want to get games on the PC just because it it just looks so much better. To be it honest, it feels with you. easier to like access. Yeah, it feels always like a and the loads to load times are so long in the PlayStation. And they're yeah. like, yeah, but the new PlayStation, they're fa- yeah, not as fast as my computer. Just leave yeah, it at that. Like you're you're also locked to certain specs, which is kind of like exactly like you can't go above sixty frames. Majority games we play, we're chilling at like 100, 120. Yeah, and it's definitely noticeable. Definitely, yeah. especially is, yeah. I mean, it's mostly, like, when you get past 120 and you're going to, like, 200, it's just kind of, like, whatever, nah. IMO. Yeah, then it just starts depending on your other peripherals and everything. Yeah. I don't know. Also, I like sitting at a desk than just, like, sitting... I don't know. I like playing games in the comfort of my PC that, like, I'm sitting at my chair, I'm at my desk, whereas, like... You're at the place... battle station. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like I'm ready for war. But, yeah. like, for PlayStation, I'm just, like mega casual which exactly. is nice for certain games but like a lot of the games i play i like i mean that's the thing be invested in like I back guess. in the day like that that was the battle station as a playstation like yeah. that's where you were at but now it like you have your whole setup that's completely dedicated pretty much to playing video games of course you're gonna play it there exactly hell i mean i i i didn't mind playing my playstation when it was on my desk just because like i was still like in my gaming area yeah i mean i will say like it's definitely been like the change of time because I, I loved 
being able to walk around when I played uh, like games on PS2 and Xbox, especially because like I played a lot of Call of Duty as a kid, and me being a kid, I got angry a lot. And a good way to calm down is for me to just stop around my basement. Scream into a pillow? Yeah. In which, like, I could do here, but me throwing my chair back into my bed makes a lot of noise. And it's just not the same. And also, I have a lot of things that are breakable that I don't want to be around. Yeah, you can't really seismic toss your desk. No. I mean, like... Well, I you could. I could yuck my controller onto my couch, and it wouldn't take a lot of damage. But I can't really take my keyboard and slam it against my desk and be like, this is going to be okay. Have you ever witnessed someone breaking a controller, like, in real life? Yeah, it is so scary. Dude, I wrote... Okay, so there was a pinata game on the Xbox 360 where it's just a party game. Mm-hmm. And I distinctly remember playing with one of my neighbors and his little sister. And she was just getting stomped the whole session. And she just Goomba spikes the fucking controller. The the silence after a controller breaks it, is so deafening. Like, it really was. We were looking at each other like, did she just do, like, did she have, just do that? Like, have, what do we do? Have you ever had a like a friend break your controller? No, thankfully. I, I did one time. Like, they were nice enough to, like, buy me another one. But, like, I think we were doing some fighting game, and I was smoking them. I was beating the piss out of them. And I see my controller fly across the basement, and I'm like, <sighs> Well, first I was like, uh, hey, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, that's that one's not yours. And he's like, I don't care. And then he calmed down, and he's like, I'm sorry I broke your controller, man. It's You know how it gets sometimes. And I'm like, no. I don't, because all I do is win. You shudder, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> takes your controller, breaks it. Yeah, takes me, kills me. Yeah. Wanna jo- he wanted to join the Marines. He's getting a head start. Oh, no. Yikes. It all, it all comes full circle. That's terrible. It's life. It's not at all, actually. <laughs> um, we can take it home on that note. Um, sorry, sorry. Hey, sorry for less Corona talk. I'm tired of being depressed. <laughs> By the way, I'm so fucking sick of... Dude, I I open my Twitter, and I look at what's trending, and it's like, guess what the death toll is today? And I'm like, hey guys, I get it's a pandemic, and that's sick. Literally. That's literally sick, but guess what? I'm not dying to this, nor do I go outside, so I can't be affected. True. And on that note, folks, that's been the Frying Pan Podcast episodes. That was a poor mindset I had. Because if you're young and you don't think you're going to die from it, old people will. So when you're near them, don't kill them. Don't kill them. Dan just flexed at me, guys. I'm afraid. He smacked my arm. So that has been the Frying Pan Podcast, episode 71. Thank you for tuning in. As always, folks, we are on social media. The handle for both those is the Frying Pan Pod. And we also have our Gmail, which is in the pan podcast at gmail.com. You can send us over any constructive criticisms and or business inquiries over there. And thank you for listening to us on any of the audio platforms that we're on, because we're on all of them. So if you could leave us a star rating or a comment, that'd be much appreciated. And folks, that has been the Frying Pan Podcast, episode 71. For the last time, I've been Robert D'Onofrio. I hope you have a great rest of your week. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Go easy, you know, wash your hands, don't cough on other people, unless it's old people that are (laughs) driving. Sorry, what was that? If there's an old person driving, I want you to roll down your window and then you spin their mouth. If you have that range, it's actually kind of impressive. And that's been Daniel, guys. No, sorry, that was Optimus Prime. Uh, Daniel says don't do that, but Optimus Prime doesn't care about human beings. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Am I ever going to end the podcast? Am I ever going to hit stop recording? Maybe. Uh, Who knows? You're going to have to find out.